buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag it, drop it, zip, unzip it, lock it, fill it, call it, find it, view it, call it, jump, and it. the meeting is being recorded. All right, guys, welcome. Oh, whoa, 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 this whoa, is bold perception. This is Bold Perceptions. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Riley Brown, and today we got a special guest. We got uh, George Nausbam. Nausbam, like the news, the hot news. Get it, get it fresh off the press. All right. Yeah, okay. now uh... Sorry to steal your thunder. You go ahead. No, that was actually, I kind of like that switch up. It keeps me on my toes. You can't always be scripted with this shit. You got yeah. to roll with the punches and adapt mm -hmm. to that tie-in, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And before we really get into it, we do got a couple sponsors for you. We're giving back value in monetary fashion. Riley, Ghost Fits. I know you've seen us promoting Ghost Fits. I have a shirt. I have the orange shirt. You do. That's right. That's right. So they also have a, a website, right, with a bunch of different colors. It hugs you nicely. 15% off with code BOLD15 on Ghost Fit. Ghost, boo, fit, F-I-T, B-O-L-D-15. And then we got Doublewood Supplements. I'm um, not going to spend too much time on the sponsors. We got to get rolling, got to get rolling. But a lot of good supplements on there. Tonga Ali, I like that shit. Uh, chlorophyll, you might have heard of chlorophyll. We got a lot of supplements on there. Bold 15, again, is the discount. So let's freaking go. Riley, <laughs> you just popped up like you were in trouble. What's going on, book man? What's going on, George? It's good to be back. Um, you know, just hanging. Um if you guys listen to the podcast, I've been on twice now. Um, first one, we talked a lot more about Bookman. That was like kind of like when I was in the heat of starting it. Um, basically owned a book reselling business. Uh, we just you were flourishing. Our... You were flourishing at that time. Yeah, I mean, we, we I mean, we're yeah, we reached a we reached a very steady pace and like five or six months um, of just going consistently. I got bored, so I'm selling the website, selling the truck selling the rest of my inventory in bulk and i'm moving on so like are, we allowed, uh, are we allowed to hear the sell the sell price who, no who, no who no, no, no. we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna do the who's the seller or the price i'm gonna keep that to myself however however we do got a nice little chunk of change ready to uh invest in uh, some online memes and i think that's what we're talking about today am i right I mean, this could go anywhere. This could go anywhere, but that's the plan. And uh, I just told you before we started recording, it's very cool that you've been on three times and like every single episode is completely different from the other. That's true. You know, we started, like you're saying, with Bookman. Then we went to Autonomous Thought versus, uh, what was the other word? Mon mon monotonous. Wait, what? Right? Mimetic. About, uh, Mimetic theory. Philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We got philosophical for a second. I thought it yeah. was a big one. And uh, now we're going to get into what I think is the most interesting and most practically valuable topic for the audience. But, yeah. uh, this is likely going to be some people's first, you know, first kind of conversation, listening to stuff about Web3 and the metaverse. Um, and that all has to do with adapting as a human species, I think. I, I personally think. Do you think? Ad adapting as a human species? Yes, just adapting with the times. I think I think it is the times, and I think it's the I think the medium of NFTs is the most 
representative of the times like like kind of like so like tiktok was the summer after quarantine the way that nfts are this whole next big era um and it's going to evolve like the nft you won't even recognize the nft market two years from now it's going to be so much different um but it's it moves fast um and it's quickly it quickly aligns with people's tastes which i like Yes, it does. And in two years, what do you think it'll be? How do you think it'll be different? It's impossible to predict. I mean, except because like what I, you know, I'm into metaverse. I actually don't really invest or buy NFTs that aren't, um, that aren't a part of a metaverse, except for Smilesverse. I fuck with those just like out of it. Yeah. Like that was the first one that I bought where I was just like, I fuck with it. I don't care what the rarity is. I don't care what the floor is. I just bought one because they're hype. Oh, and shout out, shout out to Tommy Farr. He's been on. He was the one oh, that, that got me on it. Yeah, that guy's so tight. He's he's a uh, board ape owner, which I'm super jealous about. But um, yeah, dude, we should have gotten him on here too. I know we should have gotten a three way here. He'll be back on. I know he will. We're actually me, Tommy and us. We're we're talking. We're uh, we're talking about some metaverse things. Actually, the metaverse project. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But he's he's he knows what he's doing. Well, make sure make sure you get me that. Uh, that token so i can you know want to invest but not actually invest yeah and I, I i could say a lot of funny jokes right now that have to do with you know your wilder wheels and what he's cooking up but i think you could actually use what he is cooking up i don't want to give it away oh i'm hyped I don't i'm always down the line always yes yes but actually really quick i'm going to take a step back bookman can you explain exactly what an nft is and how it relates to Web3. Actually, just NFT and Web3, what are they? Okay, so I, again, I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on Web3. Um, I'm just gonna explain how I look at it. Uh, NFT is a bucket of uniqueness. That's kind of the most broad way to look at it. Like anything can be an NFT. Um, it uses blockchain technology where you can store basically any asset within the blockchain and you have um, like mobility, you can send it to other people, you can buy it. Um, and right now it's essentially, um, used in the majority, uh, as like art. And so people are releasing these, uh, digital assets and you can use the blockchain to prove what you own. Um, minting, um, I guess I'll just go into minting, uh, minting the way I think of it is like buying a pack. So you're bringing it out of, production into the blockchain. And so that's what minting is. So if you were to mint one, you basically buy one at random. And so basically these projects like Board Ape Yacht Club, um, originally they minted 10,000 of them. And so at like, I, for, I don't know what they minted for, but I bet it was like 0.2 ETH. And so you buy, uh, you pay to mint in Ethereum and then you get sent one at random um, to your wallet. And then from there, you can sell it on OpenSea, which is a marketplace um, on the secondary market. And 0.2 ETH, just for reference, right now I'd put it at 800 is 0.2, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's about a little over, it's like 41, 4200 for one ETH right now. Yeah. And well, the when average- they did it at 0.2 ETH at that time, holy shit, I mean, that was probably 600 $600? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I have no idea what it was when the project came out. I think it was like six months ago. 
but it's, it doesn't really matter because each one, the average board ape is probably selling for 80, 80 ETH right now, maybe 75 ETH. So, which is what, which is what, uh, $320,000. I don't even, I don't even convert it to dollars, man. I'm, I, I convert everything to ETH. It's like Celsius versus Fahrenheit. You're fully Celsius. You've taken the red pill. Yes. Yes, exactly. But carry on. I'm sorry. I just wanted to provide some, uh, some reference point for those who may not know ETH's value, but um, Web3. Web3. And so Web3, um, I'm actually about to dive into it. I got this book right here, The Token Economy. It talks about Web3. And basically the Web3 movement is moving away from um, kind of the traditional model where it puts like big companies in front of people's eyes and web three is more of a social movement where anyone can own a piece of the internet and so you can think of fungible tokens as like the like an eth or ethereum is a fungible token because you measure it um on the basis of quantity um and then non-fungible token you measure it on the basis of uh qualities so like they have different, like it's measured subjectively, an NFT rather compared to Ethereum, it's measured in quantity. And so that's the difference between a fungible and a non-fungible token. And um, yeah. And so Web3 basically allows you to buy parts of that network and the value of that part of the network is measured in, is measured along qualities. And so this is supply and demand of those qualities determines that part of the network's value. And I wish, I wish uh, back in the day when I just got started in crypto, I wish I had bought more ETH for this reason. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that you would want to buy a lot of ETH at any time, including right now. Like at the end of the day, Ethereum just has such a strong uh, network and so many metaverses. And so we can talk about the role of the metaverse and how the um, how these top projects are going to slowly push their the NFTs into metaverses. And so board apes and punks, this is the way I look at it, are going to be the celebrities of the metaverse because um, these metaverses are built on Ethereum. So you can actually like prove to that network that you own um, something or you own a board ape and then they're going to give you access. So if you own a board ape, you get access to the board ape clubhouse within the metaverse. And that's coming to Wilder World. We'll get to Wilder World in the future. That's my favorite metaverse by far. And so like they're going to have like a place where all the board ape you can't get in unless you're and that's going to drive the value even more up. And then board apes going to have these different clubhouses in all the fucking metaverses. And then along with a bunch of other huge NFT projects. It's like the way I look at it is it's the highest level version of, hey, who, who do you know here? Who do you know? Yeah, here? You yeah. Come to the trap party if you don't have a yeah. board egg. Right. But instead, instead of uh, um, having to actually like meet and socialize, you can, just, you can just buy it. You can just buy who do you know here, which is a lot easier for some people and a lot harder for others. And it'll be a lot easier the quicker you get in. And this is not financial advice, disclaimer, but... I mean, we've we've done some podcasts in the past on, on crypto, where if you would have listened at the time, I, uh, I'm not going to tell you where you'd be right now. But I mean, Bookman is from the future. I, I, I firmly believe you're ahead of a, a lot of curves. You are. 
So that there's nobody more qualified in my eyes to get on to talk about the metaverse. And I really quick want to bring up uh, the fact that you just started a YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, based on Wilder World, the metaverse that we will be talking about. And I think it's really cool because you're leveraging skills that you, you know, you've grown and just very, very cool data that you've gathered. And I mean, you got an in with the metaverse. Like that's what creating does. And I, I, it was so cool when I saw your first video. I knew, I knew that was going to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been, it, the channel's called wild Bookman um, on YouTube. I think I started it like a week ago. And so we're already at over a thousand views across all three of the videos I made. Um, and they're pretty popular within the Wilder world community. And which is all that matters. Seriously. I genuinely, I don't care about the amount of views only to the degree that I'm trying to bring in people into Wilder world. And so like, I'm very early to this metaverse. And what I wanted to explain um, is that instead of taking the view that most people are taking right now with NFTs, where they're in a bunch of different discords, hopping from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to find the next hot NFT to try and mint the smiles versus and hope they go to um, 30 ETH or whatever, and just hop from thing to thing. I'm just focusing on my favorite one. So I did research for about a month and a half trying to find the, this part of this movement that interests me the most. And it was definitely metaverses. It was way before uh, Facebook even um, had their announcement. Um, and I was just like, this this metaverse is the coolest. It has the best founders. Um, so I need to participate um, in this movement and I, I wanna learn it. And then once I learned it, I was like, why not help the people who are trying to get in to do it? because the more people I bring in, the, the the higher the value and the higher the demand. And so like it, it's mutually beneficial. And, and that's the cool thing about web three. I mean, you, you do influence the supply and demand, like not, not the supply, but the demand for sure. And you can, you can drive up the price. No, you do. Like, that's the whole point of web three is that it's based on scarcity, right? Like it, you, Within the DAO, so like, I don't want to get go too far into DAOs and stuff, but in the writing of Wilder World, they release X amount of each asset and they can't create more once they decide how many they're creating. So like, before you invest in anything, you already know the supply of that specific NFT and it won't, it can't grow. It's the same idea with Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is valuable because it has guaranteed scarcity. It's pure money. Where, and like, what are you seeing right now with the economy, by the way? Inflation, because we're printing more fucking money. Right. And we can kind of just do whatever we want. And I'm not a an expert on that stuff. Like that's that stuff doesn't go into my consideration of like, like I'm not thinking about hedging bets or um, trying to like hedge against inflation and stuff. Like I'm just focusing on what are the coolest projects? Where are people going to move over the next five years? And how do I participate? And Yeah. So Wilder World, I remember you, we, we've stayed in touch quite a bit on the crypto realm of things and life. Let's not act like we're not friends, but man. This, this well, dude, happened. I wanted to hang out. We, I still got to come over to Minnesota. You don't want to come to Minnesota. We, we should go somewhere else. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in to meet somewhere. I don't want to do Seattle. I don't want to do, because uh, me and uh, my buddy, my roommate and your old friend, Alec, we call him Skinner. Shout out Skinner for the introduction of the book, man. We went to Chicago. The weekend that we were trying to get together but 
that's either here nor there. We'll figure that destination out. But what I was saying was you, you clued me into Wilder World a while ago, and I should have listened. One of my biggest investment regrets at the moment, because I'm going to get in, but it would have been a nice, nice entry price. Nice, nice entry price, Ryan, mm-hmm. if I had listened. So how did you how did you find Wilder World and why is it so legit in your mind? It was so weird. Um, there is this guy I love on YouTube. His name is Jordan Greenhall or Jordan Hall. Um, and I listen to him. He just he's kind of like a, a philosopher. He's just kind of like a polymath. And he talks about like new societies or whatever. And like he's just like a really smart dude. And um, he was trying to like he's an advocate for game B, which is like completely reorienting the way society works. Cause he, there's a lot of problems with the way that we're operating now with the current, the way we consume news and the way that we consume resources and the way that we're very egoic. And he just, he's trying to reorganize society. This is a weird thing. What and do you then, think the problems are right now? That's, that's a three hour conversation. Okay. Um, right. To, yeah. To, and then eventually, like, like I, he's a very well-respected, like, within the academic community. Um, he's, like, really good friends with uh, Tristan Harris and Daniel Schmachtenberger, who were just on, he, they were just on Joe Rogan's podcast. Anyway, I saw him retweeting these NFT projects, and then he released an article on NFTs. It's called The Novel Perspective of NFTs, and it changed the completely changed the way I look at NFTs. It is the only reason I hopped in. It is the best article written. It's really dense. And it's like kind of a higher perspective on NFTs. And um, yeah. And then I saw him retweet that he got into Wilder World. And I saw that he's friends with the creator, um, Neo, uh, of Wilder World. And then I just started doing research. And then I started doing research on all of all of the metaverses and then wilder world was the coolest so obviously there's some other metaverses you know like decentralands out there whatever they're kind of the first to the market from what i can understand right but it's not anywhere near yeah axi infinity um axi infinity decentraland and sandbox seem to be leading the decentralized metaverse revolution but wilder world's like aesthetic and feel and just aura is so it's it's sexy. It's honestly yeah, sexy. I, I mean both sandbox and like Axie Infinity is more of a game, um, and I don't really know too much about the the gameplay of Axie Infinity. But sandbox and Decentraland look more like Minecraft or like a really like Ruinscape or some game like oh like it just doesn't look great. Where Wilder World looks like grand theft auto but like cleaner and way more aesthetic um and yeah it should be interesting and it hasn't launched yet that's another big thing um it's just a very early on in the process and it took them way longer to develop because it's it's built on unreal engine which i think is the same thing that like Fortnite and a bunch of other big games are um programmed on so what you're saying is if you're hearing this you're still early Yes, including you, Mister. I haven't bought my wild yet. I, I mean, I forgot that that hasn't even launched yet. So I guess I am still early. I have FOMO from not getting a price way lower, and you got it at a low, low price. But let me say it again for those listening: 
book, man. So what you're saying is if you're hearing this, it's still early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's certainly early. I don't want to like, I don't like giving financial advice, especially yeah, neither do I. I don't know. Neither do I. Um, I don't like to be responsible for that. And crypto is due for a huge downturn. But if you have extra money, I think that in the long run, it can do very well. And it is early. I remember you said, I mean, as long as you're throwing money in, in, you know, a bull, which is what we're in, mm-hmm. you, you better be ready to double down in the bank. Oh yeah. Triple, triple down. Quadruple down. But yeah, Wilder World, uh, it's like a purplish, bluish aura, right? That's kind of like the main theme. Yeah. Talk to me about the wheels, Miami, the, the W, the W world. Okay. I'm trying to think of how we can make this the most interesting for the podcast and not just make it like a Wilder World ad. Cause I, again, I don't even work for them. Um, but I'll talk about how the metaverse excites me and then. And why is it relevant? Just why is it relevant? So um, Wilder World is a metaverse. So it can hold, in theory, unlimited people once the computing power gets better and better. And so it's going into closed beta at the end of the year. But once we're out of this closed beta, you can buy NFTs um, and you can use them in the game. So I got, I have, I have 16 Wilder Wheels now. um, And um, I can drive them in the game. And these are like the coolest NFTs. Like if you look them up on OpenSea, you can see them and it, it'll show a video of the car spinning and it's just the sexiest cars you've ever seen. And there's 10,101 unique ones. And you're going to be able to drive them and race them for uh, pink slips in the metaverse. You're going to be able to like do play to earn games when it first opens up. And then eventually... Once there's a ton of people in there, you're going to have, you can buy cribs and that's where you live and you can use your car and ride around drive. You're going to be able to talk to other people and they're just going to slowly add more and more things that you can do. Um, I'm sure there's going to like in the future, I can picture like, I think they're going to have casinos. Um, they're going to have like live boxing. They're, like There's just going to be so much stuff that you can integrate into this virtual reality and you can go and you can, like you and I have never met, but we could go hang out in the metaverse and you could show off your cool shit that you buy. And, um, and then you can also stake all of the assets. So every asset that you can buy, you can stake in the metaverse, which means like put it in a, it means take out of circulation. So you just hold it in this place where you can't use it. And then you get paid to do that. Like they pay you in Wilder World and that drives down the supply, which drives up the price. And so that incentivizes um, that causes the price to go up. And then as GDP or all of like the productivity within that industry or all the sales within that industry, you get a percentage based on how much you're staking. Uh, and yeah, there's, that's just like one one hundredth of what I'm excited about. Um, how but much? What, oh, go ahead, go ahead. What I'm really excited about in Wilder World is... Um, it's it's ba- they call it Miami and it's like it's based on Miami so it's like a like it's geographically it's almost like a uh, replica of Miami but it's like it's like 80s retro future themed and it's just so sick um, and you're gonna be able to get crafts so I'm stacking my ETH right now to buy a crib and a craft which is like a rocket ship that you can Ooh. fly around 
and they are sick and they're not going to have very many. a rocket ship a rocket ship exactly yeah no and i i can attest to this like i'm i'm not even close to as in on the metaverse as you are yet yet because the only reason i say that is because you literally have seven books behind you about the metaverse about web3 you've done research you, like your time is dedicated to this and yeah so, I'm not saying that I'm, I don't believe in it. I think it's so dope. I just, I don't have the same knowledge base that you do at all. Well, it's just like you'd rather smoke a doobie and chill on the couch, you feel? Uh, I, don't, I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> I gave that up. That's college. That's college. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just have a very obsessive personality, um, which has its pros and cons for sure. Well, and that's what you were talking about. Like you, you ride the wave, you make yourself some money. You take advantage of the times changing and then you move to the next thing because it's an yeah. ever-changing world. It is. And it's going to get this NFTs. I was like reading a bunch of Twitter threads yesterday. Like time moves slow in NFT space. It's it's the weirdest thing. Like when I started my YouTube channel, I feel like I've had my YouTube channel for like months now, but I've had it for a week because so many people have commented. I've met so many people. Like I've met probably like 40 people already that like I talk to regularly like this isn't just someone I talk to on Twitter like they hit me up and they tell me like news about x y and z or like have you heard about the new thing that's coming and I'll like like we're friends and it, th that's the coolest part to me and I think let me jump in before I lose this train of thought so I, I mean I listen to a lot of stuff in a day I read a lot of stuff in the day uh Anthony Pompliano I'm sure you read him from time of to course. time I remember seeing in his newsletter his daily newsletter like two weeks ago um he was explaining like time is the most valuable resource. And mm -hmm. if you're time rich, you're going to be fucking happy. Like Warren Buffett, what is he? 90 million. Uh, he has got like 90 million li liquidity right now, but he doesn't have a lot of time. Right. And what I just heard was that time like shifts in this metaverse because you just met 40 friends in three days. What well, you can't meet 40 friends in three days in real life. So right. what I'm hearing is that time, time literally shifts when right. in this metaverse and, Time is fucking money. Right. And I didn't even think of that angle, but. I don't, I, I saw the same tweet and I think yes to all of that, except for the time is money. I, I think time is just more valuable than money. Time is wealth, I would say. Time is the ultimate resource. Like, like if you think about it, like I think the end of that Twitter thread said, like, if you had the opportunity right now to switch places with Warren Buffett, would you do it? Like, no matter what, like, like, no, hell no, you wouldn't because who wants to be 90? Um, but like, uh, yeah, like time is the ultimate resource and not a lot of us like treat it like that, but yes. And so I, I've, I'm a cynic about something sometimes. And I, when I first heard about the metaverse or like the idea of like a virtual world that you could go into maybe two years ago was the first time that I was like, damn, like, and maybe in like Black Mirror talks about like uploading your consciousness to this thing that lives forever. And it's like painted in this really dystopian light. And it, it's like just this year, I kind of moved away from that idea of it being like this dystopia where everyone's like addicted and lives in this virtual world. Because if you just look at how society operates right now, like it's already dystopian in the sense that like, you can be hanging out with five friends and everyone's just scrolling these algorithms that we don't even like. They're just addicting, right? So what if you took all the time, like you're talking about, that you spend mindlessly navigating an algorithm 
And instead you use it to like go actively make friends in the metaverse. And as we talked about it, like you're going to be able to make friends way faster. Like you're going to, and I will, I, I love physical reality. I think it's awesome. And I think a lot of the people in the metaverse community trash real life a little too hard. And they say that like, oh no, go all in on it. Who needs physical reality? Like, I think that there's going to be a lot of people finding a really nice balance between like connecting with people in real life and the metaverse. And my hopes is that they like converge. And so like, maybe you meet friends and you hang out with them and like you, you use it to meet people in real life. And I think that would be super cool. I really like the point you just brought up dystopia versus utopia, because I think the general rap the metaverse gets, especially with people that are just being introduced to it is what you're going to go there. Cause you don't like your life outside of the metaverse. You don't like your real life. Like you can't make friends in the real life. I don't think that's the case. I think that's the, that's the, that's the preconceived notion, but I think as you learn more about it, you'll just, you want to go down the rabbit hole, I think, because there's actually a lot of value to you. And this is aside from monetary value. Like how much, how much did one of your water wheels cost in ETH? Um, to mint, um, it was 0.39 ETH. After gas, it was about 0.4 ETH. So let's say um, at the time, like maybe 1800 bucks. Okay, so, and if you don't like the metaverse, and you meant a and you meant a wheel. Imagine what you could do with that. You can leave the metaverse, and you can you can take profit. And it, it's just, I think it's a double edged sword in terms of positivity and pros. But yeah, I I agree with this utopian view of it from you. Well, I mean, I just don't think it's a dystopia. Technologic, technologic, technologic. Technologic, buy it, use it, break it, fix it, crash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, tap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, get it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, flip it, crack it, drop it, zip and zip it. I think the way we use technology right now per hour, so if you want to talk about time as being the most valuable resource, I think the way we use technology is very poor as a society. Like, I think we waste a lot of time with technology because it's centralized. Like, can we build a better Instagram? Like, hell yeah, we can, but big companies just have a monopoly. And so if you wanted to start a new, inst- uh, a new Instagram, you'd have to advertise a new Instagram. And like, you think Facebook or Instagram is just gonna let you advertise that new thing? No, they have a monopoly. They can just shut it down. They can drive it to the bottom of the algorithm. Like they'll, they'll, they do whatever they can to keep competition out. And then they just, keep us watching mindless feeds of like girls dancing and like just boring ass shit. But instead the metaverse is decentralized or at least it should be. And that's kind of the battle. I don't want to get into the Facebook battle, but it's created by everyone. And so like the, the metaverse is created by artists around the world. That's why it's going to be able to scale faster than any video games. Cause like it's being created by the people um, who all get rewarded every time an asset gets exchanged. Um, and so it's going to be like this, like evolution process where like we are creating and living in it together rather than kind of getting this centralized feed. And it's not going to, I think it's just going to toy with our addictions less than Facebook. By the way, think about this. So you said every time an asset gets exchanged, you get rewarded Mm -hmm. and that's that you get rewarded in currency. 
every time you're playing a game like Madden or Fortnite or Call of Duty, your form of reward is like chips to use in that game, or you need to buy chips to use in that game. Right. This is just straight up more used to you. Like you're getting assets. Right. And that's the uh, play to earn is going to be what it's called, like play to earn or PVP. Like, so you're going to be able to wager more easily um, in a lot of these games. And then you're also going to be able to do play to earn, which is kind of this built in system where the, the system will just play you or pay you to play. And as you play, like you bring in more people and you play and it's this whole economy. So play to earn and player versus player metaverse games are going to be huge. And then there's NFTs that are tied to that. And that's, what's cool about it. It's like when you play Madden and you earn your VCs, I think that might be 2k, you can't convert it out and then transfer that to your clash of clans shit. Like in the future, you will be into any game, which is cool. How do you think the PS4 and the Xbox, do you think they'll adapt to the metaverse? Do you think they see this? 1000%. Like, yes, absolutely. Like, there's no question in my mind that whatever, and I don't know if it'll be this version or the next version, but I have a feeling that the next version of PS4 and Xbox will be VR related. I think it's all going VR. Um, But yeah, like on your consoles, you should definitely be able to play with the next five years play on the metaverses on console for sure. And here's another question. So you said you can't just start a new Instagram or start a new Facebook because they monopolize the industry. Have you ever thought of, will, the, will, will there be people in the metaverse that try to create a social media app within the metaverse? Um, it's coming. It, like it's in, it's being developed in Wilder world. Um, Yes, that like that is how we get out of the social media epidemic that we're in is decentralized social media platforms. Um, I think it's going to be amazing and it'll give you the option to like a lot of people like the pseudo pseudonymity pseudonymity, like uh, being able to have that second online life, which I fuck with. If I'm being honest, I don't use it. I'm already I'm out there as wild book man. I show my face, but like I respect it when people have the the pseudonym and I, I think it's cool what do well, you if you have a board ape why why wouldn't you want to be that board ape? right right and it's just like you can kind of be whatever you're imagine like whatever vibes you want to put off you can be in this universe whatever profile picture or like however you want to act on this thing and like it, it's very popular we think of like reddit is very is has pseudonyms and like everyone has these second names where like some of the best investors in the world are on wall street bets and they think that it's some degenerate but it's really some like super good and like i I think it's cool um and then if you think of names in general it's like your parents gave you these names right arbitrarily they're like my name's riley it's means valiant or whatever bullshit my mom says you know like how did she come up with that that's just a fungible token you know now my mind's really going because now i'm thinking about you know, we talked about Instagram and Facebook in uh, the metaverse, but think of like Tinder and Hinge. Yeah, like you know what I mean. It's a, yeah, it's a wormhole. I see that. That's that's the one part of the metaverse I, I'm not. I don't know yet. Like the the sexual drive aspect of life. Um, that'll it be may not exist. It may not exist. I don't know how it could actually. The 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 really dystopian version is the 
the VR aspect of, uh, I don't want to, if you know, if want to, I don't know if you want to go down this road, but like, I, I guarantee you right now, um, what's the name of the company? Um, mind geek, mind geek owns all the porn websites, like all of them. Really? Um, this one company in Canada. Yeah. No way. Uh, yes. They own every fucking every website, every, like basically every, every website. And I guarantee you they are going balls to the wall with VR porn right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was really interested in like the, the economic side of it. Cause like those videos, I mean, they get more video, more views than YouTube. Some, some weeks it's insane. That's, um, a, that's a nutty industry to think about. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> you like that one? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. But like, okay, so how many websites are out there that you know? And I'm not asking you this because I think you're some degenerate masturbator here. I just know you're educated. So how many websites? I, my- I, I don't know. I remember looking up like uh, the most visited websites, just like in general. And like, and then I saw like Pornhub is like four. But like some weeks it's the number one viewed website. Like it gets hundreds of billions of views a year. Like, um, but I have no idea how many sites there are. Um, I just know that like, I think out of the top 10, I think MindGeek owns like nine or something. Yeah. So they're going balls to the wall to get in again, no pun intended. What else, what else is going to be integrated into this? I have no idea. No, no, that was, we were talking about like this, the, the, the social, the, you know, meet like your love life. Right. Like I have no idea how that's that might stay separate, which might be a good thing. Um, but um, I think it's really interesting to see where it goes. And uh, But I do see a dark path with VR. And if it gets really, really good, um, just like there could be a lot of people like who are socially awkward who might um, get caught in that. The same way that people now get caught in Netflix. Like, I don't think Netflix is that much different than Pornhub. Like Pornhub is a substitute for sex and netflix is a substitute for life like it's just like these fictional worlds and people don't realize like those are metaverses that you mentally your mind goes into these worlds that don't actually exist but it tricks you into thinking they do um that's so true escapism uh, that, yeah that's so true the metaverse is already here dude the, pe- the thing that people are afraid of with the metaverse they're already addicted to like you're saying right no no they're like we all we are the most addicted this is the most there is so much addiction in the US across the board, like in so many different categories. And I don't think it's, it's the porn thing is weird because we don't talk about it just like out there. It's the thing that we, it's almost like a, it's almost taboo to, to bring it up and talk about it. But yet we know that like, like there was a survey, like 99.8% of guys have watched porn and like, which is, which is terrible for you, by the way, like keep it is, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's bad for you the same way that if you're not going, like going to meet people and you just stay home and surf social media and watch Netflix, it's, it's probably the similar effect. Um, so like, it, there's just a lot of like, so many people are struggling, struggling from addiction. So I, I never try and I'm like really sensitive around addiction. And like, I don't know, I read Gabor Mate is like my favorite person on addiction. And he just, addiction is just a response 
to human suffering. That's all it is. What was his name? I'm going to go look him up after this. Gabor Mate, G-A-B-O-R space M-A-T-E. He's Canadian, I think. Um, and he's awesome. Funny enough. Like, Funny enough. He's Canadian. Where, yeah. uh, where is it called? Noogie. Yeah. And so he has, uh, he has a really good, po- he was on Tim Ferriss podcast. I don't know if you listen to Tim Ferriss. Love Tim uh, Ferriss. Yeah. So he was on his podcast. I recommend watching that. Super good. Okay. I am going to look that up right after. Yeah. Gabor Mate, Tim Ferriss. Yep. And then if you really like him, I have a lot of his books. So I can hook you up. But the point is what I want to get to is like, um, I guess to move out of this sad part. So like, obviously with any new technology, there are ways that can go wrong, right? Like, like there's just so many ways that every technology has gone wrong, Facebook, et cetera. And um, there, but like the thing that separates it from like a Netflix or something like a video game is it's like, it's very active participation instead of web two was just like, put it out in front of customers, right? Web three is like, if you like it, you can participate in it. Like you can own a piece of it. Like I own the piece of the Ethereum network that Wilder World was built on and they made an NFT and put that in this location on the ETH network. And now I own that piece irrefutably. Like, and that can grow or it can shrink and like you can buy it and sell it. And then you can convince your friends to buy it and sell it. And you can own something together. And it's this cool, it's this cool thing. No, it really, it really, really is. It's, it's actually great. This podcast, I don't even feel like I'm on a podcast right now. I feel like I'm just having a conversation. That's yeah, me, me too, me too. Which is great. And right, really quick before I forget this one, you mentioned Twitter threads earlier. Mm-hmm. And I actually think, and we were just talking about addiction with Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I think Twitter has actually become the most powerful app and most knowledge-based app. All these Twitter yeah. threads out there, Twitter spaces. Right. So this is something that I was thinking about earlier. Um, because I agree with you. Uh, tw- I think, I think s- social media is better when you have something to orient the group around, right? Because I feel like no matter what the you're going to divide up into groups and you're going to orient around something. And what I noticed with Twitter is as soon as I went in down the web three route and I, I, I basically only follow people who are into NFTs and stuff, you see so much more generation. You see so much more like productive conversations because they're all actively participating in this thing. They're like, okay, how can we make this grow? Maybe they're all trying to make money, but like it's a group effort. Right. And I'm not interested in just like the money aspect. Yes, I'm an investor, but like, I want to actually like try and build the thing and watch it grow. And, but like, there's just so many people doing different things. And that's what an NFT is. Like when you start a new NFT project, you follow their Twitter, you go into their discord. I think discord and Twitter are my two favorite social medias right now. Um, And like, you can work together on these given things. Right. And it gives people something to do. And that's what the metaverse will do. Whereas with Facebook and social media, it's like, you can only post your hiking photos so much, like before you know it, you're in the CNN algorithm and then you get the far left shit. And then the other people, your other friends get the far right shit. And then now you're just fighting over politics and it's boring as fuck. And there's nothing to do after you, you reach that point. And I, I agree. I NFTs agree. give that you that like push. And I think it's become the easy, it, it, the easiest community or the easiest app to use for that is Twitter. And so I think that's where Twitter's winning. And I joked with you before this, uh, we about taking the quote unquote orange pill, the Bitcoin pill, really. It's a wormhole, a good one. 
but you brought up the point that you think it's good not just like subjective to the orange pill you know but like you said it brings people together it forms communities that's what discord does as well but Mm -hmm. that's what i like about twitter like you're saying right now yeah and we need it right like the world's too big and confusing to just like exist as a person like you need your tribe it's like we're tribal creatures we're actually like to bring up the sapiens restaurant reference like we're really only um our capacity for making close relationships with people is capped at about 150 people or 150 to 200 or something um it's i think it's called the dunbar number don't quote me on that but like you need and i'm not saying be tribal like like the whole idea where like people, there's this like anti-tribalism movement where it's just like everyone's equal, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, of course, all that. But like, you need people with like specific interests to like have meaningful conversation, create cool shit, and then like expand your capacity as a group. I think it's good. Yes. And I, I do want to say this disclaimer, none of this is saying this whole podcast, it's not saying ditch the real world because you need human connection physical human connection you need friends relationship it's just that's a fact we're all we're not going to change from human beings we're not going to just become nfts and start walking around with lego lines like you still need to be present but this is just a whole other world as a substitute for your addictions that do no 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 no. it's not a substitute for your addictions like it's not it's not the lesser of the evils in my opinion like like i'm not i don't think it's just like I don't even think it's an evil. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I I misunderstood what you were saying there. It's not like Facebook is already bad, so you might as well do the metaverse. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, I I agree. I agree. And what I don't think the... Where are we at here? I think this this is where I'm at. And you said this already. It's okay. It's not that we're already addicted as such a negative life. Like we're already using technology. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. And so it's just a more efficient way, not efficient. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a more fun way to use technology. Like I I genuinely think it is a more fun way to use and participate in technology. I think that is a good way to think of web three and it is a social, a social movement like, and the economics of that follows the social movement. Like um, in that article I brought up earlier, my favorite article, and I might send it to you so you can like pin it to wherever you post this. Um, actually, let's not go down that that route. Um, that's too long. Um, we've, we've had like seven different topics where- Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we are here. Uh, yeah, so what's next? We can We can always cut this stuff out too, by the way. Yeah. Um, I want to get into, and we'll cut this up. We'll, we'll cut this bridge out. But I want to get into, if you're not in the metaverse, if you're not going to actually invest in the metaverse and join it, why is it still valuable to know about? Okay. All right. All right. Just bring it. Bring out a question. Just like yeah. action. <laughs> so, with the metaverse, there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this and not only people that listen to this, just people all around the world that will know about it and know the capabilities and the possibilities. And they just, they, they won't choose to invest or participate 
which is completely understandable, by the way. It's a, it's a very daunting topic, and it's very different from what we all know. But why is it useful to have knowledge about it? Why was it useful for people to listen to this? Um, this isn't like Grand Theft Auto, in my opinion. This is not like a video game. This is not like Red Dead Redemption. This is like the internet. So that's where I think the difference is. It's like, what if someone in that era said that they weren't interested in the internet? Like they weren't going to use the internet. Like you're going to slowly realize that if you don't use the internet, you're fucked. Um, Because everyone uses it. It's incredibly useful and you like it, right? I think the metaverse will be very similar. And so I don't think everything's going to go to just online communication and metaverse, hanging out via metaverse. Um, but like, I don't think they're going to spend all their time doing that, but I think that everyone like five, 10 years from now will have a part of their life that exists within some metaverse. Um, and whether that can integrate all into one metaverse, which is a very interesting argument. Um, who knows? I just think that once it takes off, I think the critical mass is big enough right now that like, once it takes off, like everyone is going to hop in the metaverse. And rewinding back to when the internet just became a thing, the early adapters it helped them in every aspect of life. Like it's not even about finances or money right now or financial gain. It's it's just simply where the world is going. So don't you want to be knowledgeable about where that's going? Because like I said, any early adopter of the internet or tech or apps, you know, any any job right now, you're using a bunch of different integrations on the cloud to make yourself more productive as laborer or more efficient, or provide right. more value. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, it's just useful for you to adapt to the times and just know what's going on in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's good to know what's going on. Like, and you don't even need to have an opinion on it. Like, that's the thing. That's the big thing. It's like, just choose not to have an opinion on it. Like, don't be pro or against it. Just like, look at it as just like, what's going on here? And I think if you have that mentality and you start doing some hop in the rabbit hole, like I think, yeah, I think it's very useful right now to hop in the rabbit hole while there's a ton of opportunity and a lot of things are cheap in the metaverse compared to where it will be. Um, Just like website or like the tech boom and certain stocks, but a lot of things are going to be, there's a lot of scams. That's another thing I want to talk about is like in the NFT space, just so many scams, just like anywhere else, like in the financial industry, like any place where everyone goes, like their attention goes scams, the, the, they will be there. You got the, the crooks hanging out. So I'm in the cybersecurity industry now. These will be referred to as the bad actors. Yes. Right. Yeah. And there's bad actors everywhere. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Let's not pretend like there wasn't going to be like, it's, this is still life. There's going to be cons and con artists. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's going to be people who con people in the metaverse. Like you're going to get virtually conned at some point, but it's harder to virtually con someone than actually steal from them because everything's stored on a wallet. Like, um, but like huge scams to watch out for. If you do want to hop in, is like, be very careful with your MetaMask um, or your wallet. Never enter in your phrase your seed phrase, um, like unless it's directly into the website where you got it from, because if someone gets that, 
and you type that into a box, like a random bot that pops up on discord, like your money will be gone in one second. It's basically your social security. Yeah, basically. We're making metaphors, but let's go back to wilder world. Cause I, I want, I want to get more into this and the, the capabilities it has. We were just talking about you're saving your ETH for a crib. Uh-huh. How many ETH is a crib compared to? A- we don't. So they're, so right now they've only released uh, wheels and then the very small part of kicks. Um, and they're in the next few months, they're doing like this. Um, I, I made a video on this, their quantum roadmap, and they're going to start releasing shoes. So they have um, this guy named Chad Knight, who used to be the head of 3D um, at Nike. So like this guy's a badass artist and he created this like giant statue. It's called wild guidance. And it's this statue that you can like walk in and it's sold for equivalent to $350,000. And it's like the first ever statue for wilder world. And then he's designing the first season of these new kicks, um, which are these shoes and they're so fucking dope. And then this guy named pet Liger. And so like, these are pseudonames. I've seen him uh, on Twitter, actually. I've seen him on Twitter. Yeah, dude. I retweet him all the time. Uh, he puts out, he's putting out um, a bunch of slides in this, another shoe collection. So that's going to be six. So you got cribs coming out, which are houses or condos that you can live in. And I'm pretty sure in the game, once the metaverse is like fully launched, like that's where you spawn. And um, yeah, so that's your crib. And um so it's like location based and so you want to live near your friends and you can hop in the car it's it's going to be sick um yeah so cribs pets and so pets are going to be in the metaverse and then each pet that you buy as an nft comes with a profile picture as well that you can use for social media etc and then there yeah crafts i talk about them like so okay pets when you said pets my mind went to like like a bunch of dog and cat nfts right and that begs the question, if an NFT exists, how does that, how, how does the, you know, the NFT artist, how do they facilitate being integrated into the metaverse? Are they just automatically able to be? No. Um, Wild World has a, a very specific, like they, we, like they have artists and they produce their own NFTs on the thing. Um, what it's going to it's going to grant access for you to like get into places. So if you own a certain NFT, like if you own the Doge pound, one of those NFTs, you'll be able to get into the Doge, um, the, um, the Doge pound area, whatever they build, um, which I think that they are, maybe not, don't quote me on that. Um, um, but like, as far as like taking a, a dog NFT and like bringing it in as a pet in the metaverse, that's not how it's going to work because there's a very specific aesthetic that they want to hold to like while the world that you can't just let anyone create any NFTs for the game. Cause a, that's like impossible to code and B it'll make the world less cohesive. It'll make it less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for aesthetically pleasing, right? Like if you just came in and built like made just a bunch of green light green, because it's like a very dark purple retro vibe. So my mind is literally going everywhere right now. I know. NFT artist. um, And obviously that is, that's a job. If you are an NFT artist, that's a full-time job. It's that if I could go back right now and like, if I had my career again, I would have majored in 3D art, like hands down, no question. Right now it is the, if you're a 3D artist and you're not trying to get in the metaverse, 
what you're doing. Okay. And so this is exactly, this is a perfect bridge. This is why it is useful to know because from NFT artists, sure. If if 3D art is not your thing, there will be marketers like you are, like you're doing right now. I don't even know if you realize this, like the wilder world will want to have quote unquote sales reps like you go out and push their content in the real world to bring in clients into their metaverse. Right. Um, Adversely, there will be major companies like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or whatever to pay the metaverse eventually to advertise their shit in it. Like this is where the money is going. There's going to be a brand new industry everywhere for jobs. Yeah. Oh, like, and that's one thing that I really missed bringing up here with NFTs and metaverse. It's like, this is driven by artists. Like, yes, the technology makes it possible and like the whole blockchain element to it. But like this whole movement is it's flipping the hierarchy. So like where you had lawyers, lawyers and stockbrokers yeah, at the top go. of the pyramid and you had the weird deranged artists. Like we're doing this, like we're doing this, we're flipping it. And so the artists are the cool people in this new metaverse. And like slowly, you like, we're already seeing this like in culture writ large. Like you can see like, um, it's becoming less desirable to be a lawyer or doctor, but like, I think it's going to accelerate that where the people at the top of the best artists are at the top of the society. And there's tons of them because it's at scale and you can collect it immediately. And it's no longer like sell your things that are like, like if you think about for artists, it's just a way better setup because when you sell the thing, you make money right away. And then you also make money on the royalties every time it changes hands. Right. And so that's different. Like think about the, like the Mona Lisa. Imagine if when it was created, like they received the, the artist received only a very small fraction of the, the economic value it brought in. But like with NFTs, it grows in proportion. So if you sell it for 0.2 ETH, like you're always going to get that 5% royalty. So if it, if it sells for 250 ETH in the future, you're going to get that same portion. And that's like justice. That's, 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 that's justice. That's what it is. Decentralized. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's it's and it creates a better incentive to create better art. And so, like, there's no reason that all of the best artists aren't just going to flock to this model because it would be insane not to. Both economically and it's like where all the action's happening. Like the best artists in the world have the biggest following right now on Twitter and shit. Like they post stuff and like, dude, it's it's just a really cool thing. It honestly it reminds me of like the Renaissance period all over. It's the digital. So that's kind of a, one of the, the Wilder World talks about it because Wilder World's also a decentral, it's going to be a marketplace for NFTs. So like you're going to be able to buy it on, on the uh, marketplace within Wilder World and use Wild, which is the currency that I wanted you to invest in. I'm, I'm, I just was daydreaming that right after this, I'm, we're going to stop recording and you're going to show me exactly how to buy it. Okay. Um, yo, I have to go at 7.30. So um Okay, let's let's uh we'll we'll cut little parts out. Um, okay, let's end with this because we just started to hit on exactly like a great fucking point. So the NFT artist industry that's an emerging industry, but the the real world, the money will be transferred to the metaverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. There will be more jobs created inadvertently. Mm-hmm. There will be more opportunity. Right. It, it, exactly like it, accepting the internet, like the and social media and the jobs it created in the industry. Yeah. Are we rolling right now? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no Well, we're going to leave this in, actually. This is transparent shit. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so money going. Yeah, you, you. I mean, it's like it's like being in marketing. Like if you were in marketing 
and you're just like, I don't like Facebook. I'm not going to learn how to market on Facebook. It's like, shut up. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's where everyone is. It's like, if you're an artist right now, like, yeah, you, we might not be to that point yet, but it's just like, get your head in the game, buddy. Like go make stuff and then it, go learn it. Go learn how to make NFT projects. Go learn, meet people in metaverse projects, hop in on it. Like it's, it's just where everyone's going. Like, and again, and again, you don't need to have an opinion. You don't need, yeah. you don't need to like it, but like, you probably shouldn't write it off and then bitch later that you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And yes, also that's, I think that's one of the greatest superpowers now as a young person is to, cause I used to always be polarized about things, but like, I'm really trying now to just like have no opinion whenever you can. Okay. I like it. I think we've packed a lot of value in. Is there any, and I know we've said a million times, this is not financial advice. You don't need to remember. <laughs> yes, it is. Buy wild. Buy wild. Okay. There you go. It is. Fuck it. We don't care. <laughs> Drive, drive, drive the, the, the scarcity up for us, creates value. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I, I think the takeaway here is just stop being stupid and denying the existence and the emergence. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is comparable to like the tech boom, uh, the apps, the you internet. Remember tech. those comes, this comes with a lot of um, terrible projects, right? Like yes. bad actors, we said bad actors, like most, like, like a lot of people think 95% of this market will fail, but like when it does, like you gotta just keep your, you gotta, you gotta watch the market. Like you have to see how it works because it's, it's early. It's going to drive culture. It's the, it's going to be the number one driver of the, of the, like NFTs have already driven more culture than anything in the 2010 or 2020s. Like, it is going to be the ultimate driver of culture, the ultimate driver of art and ultimate driver of um, social interaction. And I think it's cool. Like it's so powerful that like Mark Zuckerberg had to change his name of his company. Like that's how powerful the metaverse is. Like he, he didn't do it just like, it's like, Oh, let's like, he did it. Cause he has to fucking do it. Cause. And this is Facebook. We are talking this about is Facebook. This is what the fifth biggest company in the world or whatever. I don't know. I don't know where, where it ranks. I don't pay attention to the stocks anymore. <laughs> I haven't looked at a stock in a while, but if no, like I'm saying, like we, I, I referenced earlier, like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Burger King, they'll all eventually pay to advertise in the metaverse on, on the roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is just where it's going. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just is at Nike. Yeah. Oh, Nike. Yeah. So Nike's in Roblox um, selling virtual goods. Like, so like I posted on my Twitter, like a few weeks ago, Nike submitted this um, patent or um, just uh, trademark patent stuff, like a bunch of different things. And they um, talked about how they were going to sell and distribute virtual goods. And this is just the beginning. Like Nike is selling a ton of stuff on Roblox. They're going to get a store in Decentraland. Like if you look at the Decentraland map and like all the different com- companies that are hopping in and buying land in these virtual worlds, like oh it's it's insane like and by the way before before i forget board eight yacht club tommy Farr's in it we just referenced him they just mm-hmm. had a members only event week long where you all meet in person it's not all but like just because you're in a metaverse or an nft game doesn't mean you just need to be online friends they just had a week-long event in which they had little baby perform how much how much money do you think he made doing that uh they went on a fucking cruise ship is it some like jungle tours? I mean, everything possible. Like it's real world value as well. That's my point. 
God, that makes me want to buy one. I might. Fuck it. What? Buy one? Do it. That sounds so fun. A bold ape. A bold ape. Is there any of those yet? Bored ape. Bored ape. And I'm B O L D ape. Um, oh, a bold I'm, ape. Oh, that's oh, where it needs to go. That's where it needs to go. But okay, you got to wrap up. You're a busy guy. Thank you, Bookman, for coming on. This always happens. We always leave shit on the table. There's like seven different topics. Yeah. That have to be a three hour conversation. Whenever, whenever we finish, I always feel like we didn't talk about anything. But then when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, we, we covered some stuff. Which is good. Which yeah. is good. But uh, yeah, no, thank you again. If you want to listen to Bookman's first two, go back. I'll, I'll find the dates of the first two episodes. This is the trilogy for now. It's only a trilogy. It's going to grow into like an octa, octagy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, I, I think I hope you enjoyed our guest, uh, George Nosbaum. Um, uh, yeah, I'll put his the links up to his stuff. This was uh, Bold Perceptions. This Thanks is going for on Wilder this, World. This is going to be the first is, podcast for the NFT. So thank you for watching my uh, my podcast, Bold Perceptions. You heard it here first. You didn't kick out the door. But thank you, Buckman. Everybody, uh, leave a review, share with a friend. I know you got a friend that wants to hear this. And of course, live bold. Good time. All right. Thanks, George. Leave it, talk about it, buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, charge it, pawn it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, crack it, drop it, zip, unzip it, surf it, scroll it, pose it, click it, thrust it, crack it, switch, update it, name it, read it, cue it, print it, scan it, send it, fax, rename it, technologic, 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 Take no logic.